This is Traber. We're creating the technology and the ecosystem for everything building. We're creating a market network which boasts a marketplace and a mobile-first cloud-based suite of project control tools for builders, consumers, trades, suppliers, for everybody. All on the smartphone, all remote, all mobile, all for building. This is Traver, and this is a building conversation. Good morning, this is Tony Huxley from Traber Limited. I'm joined this morning by Ian Maurice. Thanks for joining us, Ian. My pleasure, Tony. Glad to have you here. Um, if I can ask, um, we've, we've been talking previously about your public persona, I guess we'd call it. Um, if we could push that to one side for a second. I know that you're uh, more than just an occasional developer and renovator um, in your spare time. Not that I know where, what spare time you've got, but you seem to do a heck of a lot in that space. Have they all been your own homes or have you thrown the net more widely and done things for development purposes generally or what's sort of been your track record in that space? Well, it started early. I mean, I bought my first flat uh, when I was 19 years old in Cathcart in Glasgow, a tenement flat. Uh, so a tenement's a flat inside a house sort of? Well, the tenements are blocks of housing in Glasgow that um, that are um, tend to be sort of six floors high. They only have stairs, they have no lifts or anything obviously in those days. Goodness me. <laughs> so I, I bought one of them, I have a flat in there, one bedroom flat and um, and I actually uh, redecorated and renovated and did some improvements to, to that from top to bottom before I moved in. So that's your early days. Early what, what days. Did you call it, it Weekend Warrior? Yeah. yeah, and then, but then sold it, you know, as I, as I got, I got shifted out of Glasgow after that to Inverness of all places. So I sold it um, and moved on. And that's, that was the start of um, really getting uh, into it. My father was a very, um, useful and uh, good DIY guy and yeah. so he and I he, he taught me a lot and uh, he and I have tackled lots of projects together but um, we we moved around the UK a lot so we you know we've, we've ended up living in and owning more houses than most people do as a consequence of that um, in, in the UK in particular buying and, and selling buying and selling yeah. as we moved further south towards London yep and um, and and then we finished then then the UK with two very large um, extensions on the last two properties that we owned when we lived there. Uh, one of which was more than doubling the size of the original house and gutting the original house. So it was effectively a, a complete rebuild. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, and was that intended to be a family home or was that just it was intended to be a family home? Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a spec project. No, it wasn't. Yeah. No, and uh, so we designed it for ourselves. And um, uh, and and my wife Linda um, is not only very game for um, doing this, but she's an interior designer right. uh, by training and by background. So um, you know my practical skills, such as they are, and. And Linda's design team skills. Effort, team effort. It's, yeah. uh, it's, been a, it's been a strong team. So, um, so in the UK, that's kind of how I sort of got into it. Okay. So then we then we up to moved to New Zealand. In yeah. fact, just as we were completing that um, mammoth big, build, yep, rebuild, yep, in in Surrey in the south of England. Yeah. And we uh, we found a builder who bought a site and had come up with a uh, a design and. Um, and was beginning to the, the construction and uh, we, we bought in with him and we did that site uh, uh, with that builder. Um, 
and that so was you a bit literally bought off the plan. Uh, not quite. It was it was a bit beyond the plan, but yeah. um, but. Uh, Pre-completion numbers. Yeah, Gary Rosenbrand, fantastic builder in Auckland, and um, that was a really good experience. And yeah. um, we we formed a very good team, um, yeah. and Linda, with her input on interior design as well, of course, was um, was also very much part of the mix. So, in relation to that project, let's say, and that bigger one pre preceding that, and sorry that you were just touching on. Um, were you, did you play a discrete role in the project, like a project manager, or were you the demanding client, or <laughs> how did it pan out? Yeah, well, you know, then in, in both of those, um, we, I, was, I, I was personally very involved in the sort of the, the design of the building and, yep. its, and its various um, attributes and dimensions and so on, obviously, and, and the materials. Um, but uh, Linda really managed the project in the UK yep. um, with the builder, yep. and um, we we'd, we'd built a good relationship with this builder. We worked with him twice actually on both those big renovations. The UK guy, uh, yeah. Yep. The UK, we, he did two extensions with us, yep. so we knew him well, we knew his team well, and and they were very capable, and we worked together very well as a team and had a good relationship. So. Um, you know, I think that's very, very important to getting successful outcomes um, in projects is making sure you've got uh, clear roles. And my, my role was, was really um, at the initiation stage and then obviously um, there, are, there are twists and turns through every project. Naturally. Some of which are bigger issues than others and obviously you get pulled in on those, on those bigger issues. But I was... I was working full time um, through all of that um, at, at, a, at a B and Q, in fact. So, um, so I didn't have a lot of time to be present on the build. Well, no, because you, you know plenty of other competing priorities, no yeah. doubt. Hey, Maurice, thanks very much for joining us this morning. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks.